Hey, David. Yo. Don't you hate when your friends send you links to things and you're like, they're like, hey, this is a really good price. You should totally <laughs> order this. And I get, and you get really, really excited because your friend was looking out for you and your friend, who's a really good friend of yours, is like, yo, are you going to get this? Are you going to get it in this edition or this edition? And then you click on the goddamn link and it's in USD. Do you ever have that happen to you? No. Did, uh, my, did, Owen do, me. did Owen do something to you? Owen doesn't listen to this <laughs> podcast. All right. I'm sorry. It was this morning. It was early. Okay. All I saw was a link for, it was like a post on Reddit. And yeah, okay. I I sent Sean a link to Far Cry 6 for Xbox for 35 bucks. And the gold edition was $67, but it wasn't, I didn't look really far into that <laughs> Dude, what version of Amazon. Yeah, I didn't look at that part. I just loaded it up and said, said Amazon. Do you know what's well, always... Hey, guess what? I saved you $35. Yeah, because I, I, I might still buy it on Black Friday, but we could talk about that a little bit more later. Do you know what is reliable and not a .com? <laughs> what's that? <laughs> the scene on screen podcast.com. Whether it's your favorite tabletop adventure, movie, or video game, we've got you covered. Welcome to the scene on screen podcast with your host, Sean and David. You know what I just noticed or just thought of? What's that? How it's pronounced dot com. But .ca, it, it should be, well, like there's .org, right? O-R-G. It's not pronounced .org. It's not pronounced .com. But then there's the .ca, which is should technically be pronounced .ca. <laughs> Everything else is pronounced like a word except for the .ca. For You're websites. a fascinating human being. You know that? <laughs> Have you ever thought of that? No, you haven't. No. And I highly doubt any of our listeners have ever thought about that either. Every once, every once in a while, I get stuck in the like bowl, 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 bowl. Well, what's it called bowl. when you say a word so often that, that it starts to lose lose its meaning? Um, I'm not entirely sure. Saying word often lose meaning. They do that a lot in. Uh... It's called semantic citation. Yeah. Um. They they do that a lot in uh, Ted Lasso, which is yeah. pretty funny. I love Ted Lasso. It's a good show. It's a great show, even. So, David, yeah, how good. are you? I, I've I've missed your your beautiful voice and your face. Yeah, it's been a it's been a while. You know what? It's been a pretty eventful week for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, you know this. Our listeners don't know. You, do you had want kind to of the music. Uh, <laughs> Is there a what music are we? Just did a bad thing. <laughs> I regret the thing I did. And you're wondering what it is. Tell you what I did. I did a bad thing. 
I also I, I, I totally to forgot about that. I totally <laughs> forgot about that song. It's been a while since we've done a bad thing, right? Like, yeah, we might do some bad things this weekend, but I highly doubt it because everything's been on sale for like a week and a half. Yeah, see, Black Friday is no longer really a day. It's, it's a usually a week phenomenon. Yeah, same with uh, Boxing Day. It's usually like uh, pre-Boxing Day sales, so then Boxing Day sales, and then post-Boxing Day sales. Yeah. No, I did the ultimate bad thing, but it's also the ultimate good thing. I have made the largest purchase I will ever make in my life until I make another larger purchase at some point. When you buy a cruise ship. <laughs> That's the dream, man. That's the dream. No, I bought a house. Yay. Yay. Do we have a, we don't have, I don't think I have the applause lo- no. loaded in. No, we don't. Anyways. Yeah. We, uh, I know some people had inquired about how we're going to do the show. If, uh, I'm moving away while, we record remotely. So, but after like two days of un unrelenting stress, we finally got a mortgage approval and the offer that we put on the house, we could sign off on it. So yeah, we finally have a place to go. You have a place to come visit. And um, yeah, it's kind of crazy. Now I have to really pack stuff up. Like yeah, hardcore just- packing half pack you have to fully pack well like i start pa- i started packing stuff a while ago but um she who shall not be named has been kind of slacking for the last little bit and like regardless of if we have a house or whatever we still have to go to wherever we're going um so today i uh started packing up my board game collection uh <laughs> okay it's not complete it's not all boxed up just yet I still have a, a few stragglers of like the odd sized boxes that don't really fit into a standard sized cardboard box. Okay. Uh, how many boxes do you think I'm at right now? Like realistically, don't be like, Oh, 17. Um, like are, they the standard, boxes. are they the standard like home Depot boxes? <laughs> Actually they are. I have a bunch of small ones and some medium ones. Okay. So, your collection. I, I say you're probably going to max out at about 11. Ooh. No, I'm at, I'm at what's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13. I'm at 13 right now. I have two like carrying bags, which I'm not going to rebox because there's a bunch of stuff packed in there. So, so it's 13, 14, 15. I'm probably going to be about like 16 or 17 boxes when I'm all packed up, all my board games and stuff like that. Oh, damn. Like I have more, bo- <laughs> I have more boxes of board games than I do of anything else right now. I actually had to start, uh, I put a bunch in these like medium sized boxes and I don't understand how they, they determine like what, makes this box a medium sized box versus a small. Um, it's actually very simple. So most standard moving trucks are the same height, right? So they have the small, the medium and the large, and then they have the metric of like, it takes six medium boxes to get all the way up to the ceiling or three large boxes type of thing. I know those aren't the actual measurements, but that's, oh, that's, that's interesting. How. Oh, okay. Well, have I have you ever been in like a U haul. They like, there's yeah. like a picture of all the boxes and then it shows like how many you could stack all the way up. I oh, think I the, 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 the tall Home Depot ones, 
you can do four of them or five of them all the way up. That seems a lot. Like the medium ones are pretty like three medium boxes is probably like five feet. Yeah, so maybe it's four. Maybe. But yeah, so I have uh, four of the medium boxes, about uh, uh, eight of the small boxes, a few other like odd sized ones that I have that I got from work and stuff like that. Yeah, it's um, it's it's quite a feat. You know, you, <laughs> you don't think about uh, what you actually have until you have to pack it up. But I'm definitely going to get another um, calic shelf when we when we move in. And this whole adulting thing is is pretty tough. Are you going to have an IKEA <laughs> moving party? I don't know. Like, uh, well, it's funny because, you know, my family was asking us what we want for Christmas because they didn't want to give us, you know, a bunch of stuff that we have to move and everything. And really uh we're moving and everything is a whole other whole other thing um but we're just like well well i was like well you know probably just gift cards because you know things ikea because like we're we're moving close to winnipeg so there's an ikea in winnipeg there's a bunch of costco so i just like yeah whatever just gift cards stuff like that pants warm pants blankets no video games for you you're done I know, right? Like, uh, well, I asked, uh, I asked the significant other. Well, <laughs> I was like, "Are you going to get me anything for for Christmas?" And uh, I got no response. She said, "No, no response." I'm like, "Oh, finally, you're getting your wish." Where every year for the last like four years, she said, uh, "Oh, let's just not get anything for each other for Christmas. Like, we don't need anything." Like, yeah, that means uh, you have to buy her something. Yeah, it does. It 100% does. Like, all guys know that when your significant other says that they don't want something, that they're not hungry, that they just want to have a few of your fries and they're not going to eat all of them, they're they're lying. They're straight up lying to your face. If you think it's a trap, it's probably a trap. Oh, 100% it's a trap. You know, you could take that to a court of law and the judge would throw your argument out because he'd be like, you're an idiot. You should know that <laughs> that she was Admiral lying Akbar to you. is sitting in your living room right now. Uh, he's rolling in his grave, his space grave. That's a trap. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I've been doing all this adulting stuff the last uh, little while, you know. I, that's things. Like, this is this is stuff that they should teach you in school. Like how to yep. buy a house, how to get a mortgage, like what all of this stuff means, what you have to do after you actually successfully purchase a home, what the closing date actually means, all the other fees and stuff like that. It is ridiculous. So I managed to set up, uh, make an account for, what was it? Uh, natural gas and well, the water you heater. Go. The water heater. Luckily, you know, most of the stuff, man, if I had to do this, like, I don't know. 20 years ago before the internet was a thing I would I would just I would choose poverty <laughs> you would just give up <laughs> I'd be like no I I, I choose death uh, yeah no it, it's kind of crazy to think that uh, you know a week ago I uh, didn't know where we were going like we were it, I felt like an early settler in Canada you know like I'm going to the new world and I'm just taking the things that I have with me, my 
17 boxes of board games <laughs> and nothing else <laughs> and nothing else. All right. And we're just going to live off the land. But now, now I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Turns out that people settled before me and they built me a house. So, and then I can invite my friend, Sean. And that's our show. Thank you for listening. Have a great <laughs> night. Yo, so I finally remember what I wanted to originally rant about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go on. So, I've got a little bit of that poke fever, you know? I didn't buy Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl. I probably won't. I don't know. Maybe it's just a phase. I'm, isn't it Shining Diamond and Brilliant Pearl? I don't know. Anyways, yeah. So I've been playing my uh, my copy of Sword. And uh, much like X and Y, I wanted to use the mechanic of Mystery Trade or Surprise Trade. Mm-hmm. What'd you get? Nothing. Because nobody's playing the game anymore. I pe- apparently at all. I literally had that thing searching for a trade for like 45 minutes and nothing. Really? Nobody's yeah. playing Sword and Shield anymore? I guess or my sw- like my Switch definitely connects to the internet. So I don't know. It's really Weird. annoying cuz I want strange. I, I want like all these OP Pokémon and I can't have them. <laughs> well, you know, it's just a phase. You'll yeah. uh, eventually stop doing that, and then you won't care about the new ones. Yeah, I'm just kind of like casually playing Pokemon. It's happening. It's fine. Yeah. You know, I, I've decided that that's the thing is like with all this packing and stuff like that, there's like all these video games I don't want to play. But then I also have to decide strategically when am I going to pack up my like Xbox and my PS5 and all that stuff. Well, aren't you uh, taking one on your road trip? Well, I'm going to have my Switch with me. But why don't you take one of the consoles and hook it up to the TV? You are going to have an entire week uninterrupted aside from your job stuff. <laughs> aside from work. Well, yeah, you but know, like, like you'll work. have every evening. Yeah, I know. I, I'll probably just bring my switch and I have like a I have a small like it's called the Gen Genki or Genki covert dock. And it looks like a Yeah, I know you've you've talked about it numerous times and showed me it. Okay, so yeah. It's just a a dock for the Nintendo Switch that plugs right into the wall. You don't need the other stuff. Yeah, that was off AliExpress, right? No, actually. Kick, oh no, there? you're thinking of uh, you're thinking of um, like the USB C uh, to HDMI adapter thing. No, this is actually something different. It is actually an AC adapter that has um, a USB C port on it, an HDMI out, and a USB three port. So it is everything that is included in the Nintendo switch dock itself, plus the power adapter. Interesting. Yeah. So you need a USB C cable, like a USB C to USB C to plug your switch into this. And then you just attach an HDMI cable to that. So, so you don't have to bring a separate power adapter. It's actually pretty awesome. So I'm just going to bring that. And if I want to hook that up to the TV and in the hotel room, cause I, for people who are wondering, I'm uh currently doing some training for uh, a new job and part of that involves me going off into the wilderness like five six hours away from here and uh you know they're putting me up in a hotel and feeding me and paying for gas and stuff like that but the nice thing is my evenings are completely free from any stress i can jump on the bed you can you can do whatever you want and no one can stop me but yeah, I think I'm just going to bring my Nintendo Switch. I I got, uh, what was that one? Knights of the Old Republic uh, for Switch, even though I've owned it. Like I have it on like six or seven different consoles. 
Well, not really. I have it on Xbox and PC and mobile. But I don't know. I just wanted to play it on my Switch, and I think that will... You should, you should get... Um, we should play some Mario. We could play some Mario Party. We could. Are you going to take your uh, your Oculus? Oh, you know what? I'd have to see if I can hook it up to Wi-Fi there or something like that, but we can totally play some uh, Walkabout Mini Golf. Not only that, we can play the new campaign of Demia while you're gone, too. Oh, yeah, we could. You know speaking what? Maybe of, I will. Maybe I will bring you. Uh, Walkabout Mini Golf. My God, isn't that one of the greatest now $20 you've ever spent on a video game? Y- you know what? I'm going to be completely honest with you. The game was like 15. Uh, but you walkabout, spent three dollars on uh, three fifty, right? Plus tax. Yeah, walkabout mini golf is probably the, I'd say the most fun game that I've played in a long time because of how simple and accessible it is and immersive. Like, mind you, it is VR, so hopefully it would be immersive. But it's just, it's just so relaxing playing that, you know. And there's a, a huge amount of support from the devs. Like they are doing, uh, they're planning on supporting the game for the next few years at minimum. So, yeah, they're definitely invested in it. Right now, they've just released a, a paid DLC called Gardens of Babylon. And I'm impressed. Like David is right for sure. This might be one of the most fun games I've purchased in a long time as well. But it's a different kind of fun. Like for its value alone, what do you get? Six or se- you had seven courses mm-hmm. for fourteen bucks, and like they they gave away two for free. Yeah, like they were just uh, updates for the game and stuff like that. And they, and uh, if you go on their Discord channel, they actually take a lot of uh, take a lot of suggestions from the community for add-ons and stuff like that. One of the things that they tried to do was changing the play order from right now it goes like the way it is it's it's just turn order right yeah like you just take turns regardless but then they tried implementing a suggestion that the some of the computing community members have made was uh to change it so that the person who's farthest from the hole uh goes first and then they try they implemented that and then tried it and apparently it doesn't really work it makes things more confusing, actually. I just want custom hats. Well, they're they're adding that stuff, and they're actually working on um, adding like mouths, so that when you talk, your your avatar's mouth moves. You remember Mythic Quest when it was like TTP? Yeah. It's like I yeah. wonder. I wonder how long it'll be like before somebody's like using their mouth to try and act phallically. <laughs> so have you played uh, any of the hard, the hard um, courses? I have. I've played a few of them just to play them. Uh, the puzzles are a lot harder because you're not just looking for balls. Um, like there's one that you're looking for daggers and statues. Yeah. So I did the first one the other day. It was just, I was, I didn't really have much to do. What was it? It was like Saturday or something like that wasn't doing much and i was like you know what i just want to relax and play some mini golf so i went and did the the very first course whatever that one is i can that never remember the one where you have to find all the bottles with the the yeah have you done that one i've only found like i only played the first bottle and then i like went to play the like the actual golf game so the interesting thing about those is that it's not on each hole there's a bottle or or something that you have to find they're actually all over the 
the the map and so it, unlike the the golf balls that you can find hidden throughout the the on each hole yeah the what's it called they call it a fox search or something like that fox hunt fox hunt um so you find the first clue and then it kind of at least for this one it was is kind of like a riddle so it told you kind of where to go and say one of them was like uh, the tower with the gun facing whatever or or there's there was four cannons placed on the on the island uh the next one is at the loneliest cannon right so it's like you kind of have to figure out what these mean um so it gets you to actually fly around the the map and search for these things you could do it as you were going through and playing the holes and stuff like that but i ended up spending probably about 20 minutes or so just doing these riddles and like flying around the map and then i ended up doing the whole the whole course but i think it's uh those ones are kind of designed to get you to explore the course or the whole uh the whole map more than the easy modes where you're just looking for a ball that's like hidden somewhere yeah so the uh the reward for the first one is now my uh putter is like a sword Oh, that's cool. I've never actually completed them. Yeah. So like when you do them, you actually get uh, different styled uh, putters. So mine's a sword, which is pretty cool. So the uh, how, how but, many did you have to look up on the Internet? Uh, on, on Honestly, only one, um, because what it was, it was a it was like a picture. It was like a map, but I didn't quite understand what it was what it was uh, trying to explain. Um, it had like these, these uh, like crossed dotted line things with some, with some uh, footprints showing up somewhere and then some skulls and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, this doesn't really make much sense. So I had to look that one up. Um, but other than that, all the other, there's 13 total, all the other ones. Um, I, I figured that one out by myself. Oh, that's cool. But like they, they are I, a lot I really of fun. Enjoy the game. And I like how the hard modes, the maps are slightly different. So like the very first, uh, the first map, when you're playing normal, it's just in daylight, right? It's like just the middle of the day. But then you play the hard mode and it's at nighttime. So even though it's the same map, uh, it's it looks different and it feels different. The atmosphere is different. Aren't um, there also like I know they make some subtle changes to some of the courses, too. Like there's an extra like little block or something. Yeah, I'm not too sure on that one. I I wasn't paying that much close attention. What we should do sometimes is we should play through maybe like the first uh, front nine or something like that on easy mode or the regular mode and then do the front nine again, the same map on the hard mode and just see what the difference is. Yeah, we can do that. I like I just like playing. So. Yeah, you know, a big one thing that I think that we we both enjoy is kind of working together and finding the hidden hidden golf balls. Oh, for sure. You know, like the Babylon. What is it? The lost. What was it called? Babylon City, Lost City of Babylon. Uh, Lost City of Babylon. What was it called? I don't know. Uh, The Um, Gardens of Babylon. Oh, Gardens of Babylon. You know, like those some of those were tough to find. Yeah, they were the hardest ones. Like, you know, they 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 were in trees, they were in pots, they were kind of all over the place. 
and some of those some of those uh holes that they that they did was <laughs> just ridiculous but uh no like there's a the devs are actually like really active in the community and um i think this is going to be kind of like our go-to our go-to yeah. uh game to play it's so we, easy to just get in get set up and get into a game too right yeah 100% and like the one thing that Oh, this this might be a, a take, but I'm saying this is the best game that you're not playing if you don't have a uh, VR. But I had a pretty hot take while we were playing the other night, and you laughed at it, and we were like, <laughs> and then we were like, wait a minute. And I I said simply like, the the Oculus is actually graphically better than the Switch. I enjoy looking through my Oculus a lot more than I like looking at a lot of Switch games. Don't get me wrong; some games like Pokemon look gorgeous, uh, but anything that they're redoing on the, like actually even some games that they're releasing now, like the Witcher or guardians look awful. Mm-hmm. You you know what you're getting when you're putting this machine on your head, you're immersed. The colors are beautiful. Everything is just. Well, like, like I said, when we were playing though, it depends on the type of game and the developers and stuff like that. Like I played True. some VR games that look like crap. Um, I think with walkabout because they kind of go with that more, that more, uh, low poly style design and everything like that, you know, it, it fits, it makes everything look, I don't know, not cartoony, but more, I don't know. It, it, it's more relaxing. It looks like something that you can just relax to. Yeah. The music's Um, even really, well, that's another thing that they, they added not too long ago is like every map has a different song, like original music just for that map. Um, I think, yeah, this is definitely something that um, if you don't have the game, like it's it's on Steam, it's on Oculus, it's like the Quest Store. Um, I think it's on Viveport. Uh, if you don't have Walkabout Mini Golf, you sh- you're doing yourself a disservice. It's. I agree. Um, yeah. I, agree. I-, I think there's another one that's um, apparently supposed to be pretty good. Um, called premium bowling and it's apparently really good for a bowling game um it uses the the quest the oculus um avatars so when you're in the game it's the avatar that you've made for your profile and it has things like lip sync and stuff like that but uh i thought about picking that one up but it's a little expensive i think it's like 28 bucks or something like that have you seen the game called loco dojo uh it sounds familiar um it is another it it looks very similar in style um but it looks really cool it's also for vr um it's called loco dojo unleashed i'll I'll send you the trailer um so you can take a look at it but it's it's very similar kind of like simplicity but the game also looks like it has like it's very immersive for playing with a bunch of people, you know, that's the one thing also when it comes to walkabout, you could just literally have a chat with your friends. You can go for a mini golf and have a chat with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like you and, are, and that's, what's great about it. Like we'll play and we'll just talk about whatever we just hang out. And I think, you know, honestly, because with, with me moving so far away, we'll probably end up, playing a lot more things in vr and in regular video games like you and i actually enjoy when we game together we just don't game together often because we're both busy 
Yeah. Um, I picked up, I think I told you, I got um, Medal of Honor. Yes, you did. For... The, the game that's killing everybody's Oculuses. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, the the game is is kind of ridiculous. It it looks good. It does look great. Um, the download size is 40 gigabytes. So there was a lot of uh, people on on Reddit saying, you know, there's doing PSAs that you pretty much have to delete every other game on your headset to be able to download and play uh, Medal of Honor. Uh, what's it called? Above and b- below or something like that. Um, but it's it's kind of cool. Like I I bought it. I had the I had like a 30% off coupon, so it brought the game down in price fairly significantly. Um, I don't know. I wish we could do like game share. I would totally do game sharing on the, uh, the quest. Yeah. Cause finally I have a library bigger than yours. <laughs> Actually. Do you? Yeah, I have, we won't go through it, but I, I have quite a bit of games. Like you have Demio, you have Vader immortal episode one walkabout and some free games, right? Um, also some paid games. Um, oh yeah, you have a Beat Saber too, but I have that one already on Steam. Yeah, I have Beat Saber. I have Dash Dash. The app doesn't actually tell you what games you have, which is I don't think it does. Dumb. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> the app is actually awful, but it's horrible. No, we'll, yeah, one day we'll go through it. Um, just going through a few other games that we've been kind of looking at. Did you see that? Um, our friends over. In good old Halo land, or, um, it's going to cost quite a bit of money to, to unlock everything if you really want to spend or buy all the um, cosmetics and weapons and everything that's available. Over $1,000 to buy everything in the Halo Infinity or Infinite Item Shop. Now, the game, the multiplayer is free to play though, right? Yep. So they got to make some money somehow. Costs and- 1035 total. And it's uh, cosmetic only, correct? Correct. I see no issue with that then. Yeah, it's like Fortnite or how Warzone makes all its money. And yeah. Warzone makes a ton of money. And that's the thing is that I think if they were, if they pulled an EA Battlefront 2, um, then there'd be outrage. Releasing a game with uh, paid content that like characters and upgrades that give you a distinct advantage over other players for money. Darth Maul does not give you an advantage. Have you ever seen Darth Maul? He's freaking sweet. Yeah, he's insane. And his character, his character is so his, his character is tragic. You, you, <laughs> you gotta get through more of uh, clone wars and then watch a bunch of star Wars rebels. Sure. <laughs> at least just for at least just for the Darth Maul, like just watch the Darth Maul story line. It's it's actually quite a tragic character. I I feel bad for him. Okay, <laughs> but, but Fine, I'll unrelated. do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. That's neither here nor there. I was just gonna keep going through all the gaming news that I had and trailers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what's up next? Um, Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout Season Six. I'm I'm very grateful that this is now on Xbox for free in game pass because PlayStation's had it for free forever. Yeah. It was like a PlayStation plus game. 
If you're into playing squid game kind of party games, then this is the game for you. Um, she who shall not be named actually loves watching me play that game. I Just first played it on your PS5. Yeah, it, it's ridiculous. It's a lot of fun. It feels it's it's like a game show, really. Um, it's funny because for a one day I was playing it and she started just narrating it, you know, like doing a commentary. That's funny. <laughs> it was just pretty funny. And, you know, I don't know. It's, it's just, it's fun. That game is surprisingly fun. I don't know why I didn't get into it when it first came out. Cause like there's huge hype about it. Remember? Lots and lots of hype. Yeah. Yeah. And then it just kind of fell by the wayside. And I think by the time, by the time I really showed any interest in it, or I, I had time to play it, I just was like, eh, whatever. Like, I don't want to get into this. I'm not a big fan of these, some of these like competitive games and stuff like that. Like, I felt like it was more like a battle royale without really knowing what it was. Uh, but then I was just like, yeah, whatever. I'll give it a try. And it's a ton of fun. It's just silly. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it's it's enjoyable. I think a big part of what makes it enjoyable though is the characters. Like, I don't know what they are. But then all the costumes and stuff like that that you can get, it makes it more more enjoyable. It, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm it, I'm into it. I'm gonna download it. It looks fun to me, anyways. Yeah, like I've played it already I a few think, times. Is it cross platform? I think so. Or like cross play? What is it cross platform these days? If it is cross play, we can play together. I just don't want to, have to start my character over again. I've unlocked a bunch of shit. Like what? Like it's all cosmetic stuff and nothing, nothing too significant. Uh, what else we got? What else do we have? I'm literally choking on myself right now. Rumors for uh, PlayStation Plus December games. This could be a interesting, an interesting uh, month if these are true. Uh, the PlayStation Five launch title godfall oh it's the godfall challenger edition what does that even mean like to be challenged well what is unless they just change the name a little bit so that it seems different than uh the regular so godfall i don't know what what game what company made this take two or something like that i've never played it 2k yeah, it's a PlayStation 5 exclusive, right? So that's why you wouldn't have played it. Um, zing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. Um, it was a launch title. It looks gorgeous. It looks absolutely amazing. It's an action role-playing game, and it's heavily, like, it's a very looty game. It requires a lot of grinding just to unlock stuff. Um, oh, it was Gearbox. That's that's right. Gearbox made this. Um, yeah, it just wasn't very good. I rented it because I wanted to when I had my PS5 at like when I first got it, I just had a few games and I was like, yeah, whatever. I, I just want to try some of these things. So I rented them and it's all right. But yeah, it, it got very repetitive right away. And I think uh, it was only time less than like just over a year and the game's uh, free on PlayStation Plus potentially you know you know about those rumors i don't yeah. like them rumors cause problems yeah so maybe that'll bring back 
some life to the uh, the game, but I highly doubt it. Uh, what else was a Mortal Shell? That was a PlayStation Four game. It looks kind of like another Dead Souls clone. Yeah, um, it, it, it looked interesting. And what was the third game on? Oh, DC Marvel Villains or DC Le- Lego, Lego DC Super Villains. That game's a lot of fun. Have you played it? Yeah. So how do these ones work? Do they have like a story mode type of thing? Yeah, and it just follows the personalities of the bad guys committing crime. I think every once in a while, I can't remember, but I think you get to fight Batman and stuff. But it kind of reminds me of, do you remember the Lego Batman movie? Uh, Yeah. You kind, you kind of get to see some of that personality come through, which is fun. Okay. Yeah, it's it's different. Um, <laughs> this this isn't breaking news by any stretch of the imagination, but I was stumbling across N4G, where we curate a lot of our gaming news to to supply you guys, and I saw an article called "How Can Rockstar Regain Our Trust," and it's somebody attempting to do a flame article on Rockstar's recent release of the definitive edition. But people have smelt through it, and they are just absolutely scorching this article. Is this uh, uh, yeah. a website that I would know of? Yeah, it is a, a website you would know of. <laughs> That's funny. But of oh course, it just kind of popped up, and I was like, oh, let's click on who. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's the Voldemort of websites. Yeah, uh, you know, the Grand Theft Auto Definitive Edition trilogy is a dumpster fire. It's, it's poop. It's a <laughs> eat the poop. Um <laughs> some other news that came out recently. Apparently the PlayStation 5 uh won the best gaming hardware award at the Golden Joysticks award. We have a fart sound. Yeah. What the hell what the hell does this mean? Apparently, so according to uh, this website, GamesRadar, the PS5 has been voted best gaming hardware at this year's Golden Joystick Awards, beating out some seriously stiff competition. It has been a great year for gaming hardware. Yes, this is true. Uh, so this is what they were uh, the nominations for best hardware. The PlayStation 5, the Xbox Series X and S, the NVIDIA GeForce RTX 3080, the Nintendo Switch OLED, <laughs> and this is my favorite one, the Western Digital Black SN850 NVMe SSD. It's literally an SSD. Hard drive. Uh, <laughs> so it's how I, I'm confused. How can they choose the PS5 as the best gaming hardware. What like what's the criteria for these? And, and this happens every time that there's award ceremonies. We always rip on them because it's like who's making these decisions, right? What's the criteria for the best gaming hardware? Because if they're going based off of the game lineup, then it's not because of the hardware. Then that's the game lineup, right? Like are they? Is is the award for actually the best device that you can have to play a, a curated selection of games? Because if that's the case, then really it should be the uh, NVIDIA video card, the RTX 3080. Because other than some of these exclusives for the PS5, all of these other games can be played on like any any other system. Yep. Right. Um, the switch OLED would never, (laughs) 
you know, it's kind of it's kind of a joke that that it was even a nomination. So here's what I don't understand. Okay, and we've done this a few times, but just to go over it really quickly: CPU, eight cores, three point five gigahertz versus eight cores and three point eight gigahertz. Ten point three teraflop AMD RDNA two versus a twelve teraflop AMD RDNA two. RAM's the same. Base storage before OS is eight twenty five to one terabyte. And there are two different styles, 825 custom SSD versus an NVMe SSD, right? Resolutions are both up to 8K, both up to 120 frames yeah. per second. Yeah, it's kind of weird on that paper, like... Paper, the answer on, is Xbox. Well, and that's the thing is like Xbox, and I'm not trying to be a fanboy here or anything like that. Microsoft has had the superior hardware for a very long time. But for some reason, though, they just haven't had the game lineup. You know, like the, a lot of the, the Xbox games that they've really tried to push have just kind of fallen flat. Uh, remember Crackdown 3? They hyped that game. They advertised that game so hard. And it released and it just was lackluster. But then you have a few. And that's the thing. Is that this is where I think the big difference between uh, Microsoft and Sony Sony has a few of their second party developers and they just pump a lot of money into them and they let them make these games, but they're making like games that, that have great single player stories, right? So that the developers can focus more on creating a, a, uh, a good looking single player game. Whereas Microsoft a lot of the games that they're publishing, a lot of their developers, they are making games that also have like an online multiplayer component because they want people to play together, right? They 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 have always been promoting that gaming community aspect. And so I think that takes away some of the, I don't know, some of the dev time that can go into making a game that not only looks amazing, but plays amazing, but also adding a a multiplayer component to it. So on paper, on paper, definitely the Xbox series X is a superior console to the PS five. Hell people can get the Xbox, (laughs) right? It's true. I just, how much did Sony pay to win this award? Well, it was like the last year, the golden joystick award game of the year. Wasn't it the last of us too? Yeah. And it should have been Animal Crossing. It should have been Animal Crossing, right? Like, it's it's kind of like the Oscars, you know, M- movies that everyone knows and loves, and that should win don't always win. And then when they do, it's like who's making who's voting? Because I sure as hell didn't. True. <laughs> I mean, look at songs for the Oscars as an example. It's always original content, right? Mm-hmm. Everything is awesome. Should have won an Oscar. It was the best movie like song of the year. Mm-hmm. And like most of the time, the Oscar goes to the Bond song. That makes sense. Let it go from Frozen, that kind of stuff. But like everything is awesome is a one of a kind, one of a kind opportunity. Like it's never going to happen again like that. Yeah, no. And and the the I think part of the problem is, is like for the Oscars specifically, 
because it's a bunch of old dudes that are voting, the things that are really creating an impact culturally are are being ignored. Like that song, for example, right? Like that was a huge song. It was super unique, super original. Everyone was singing it, partially because it was really annoying and it was an earworm. Yeah. But it was like they should look at that. You know, like this, that song has a cultural impact now. When people, I, I guarantee if that song were to come on at a bar, people would freaking lose their minds because everyone knows that song. That's because everything is cool when you're part of a team. <laughs> That's why this is the Seen on Screen podcast and not the Sean or David podcast. Everything is awesome. <laughs> we live so, in a dream. Yeah, like uh, when I saw that the PS5 won the best gaming hardware, it doesn't make much sense. No, it makes no sense. It makes zero sense. And so what's this? The win for the PS5 comes just weeks after the console's first anniversary, a year which, as we said in our re-review of the console, has, be- has been defined by exclusivity and elusivity. So they're so rich they people because, have it and poor people want it. Yeah, is what that's saying. <laughs> Instead of coasting along this on the strength of its launch games, Sony has continued to deliver a host of brilliant exclusive titles that have made the desperate quest to actually buy a PS5 just that little bit more excruciating. Yeah, because there's a, a shortage of <laughs> of them. It, this doesn't make any sense. It's like. It's like the chili cook-off, you know, just because my chili has more has more hot pepper sauce in it and less people can tolerate it doesn't mean that it's better than your chili, which is more accessible to everyone and people generally enjoy. Like, I feel like they are they are confusing the desire to purchase a, a ps5 because there is no stock out there they're confusing that with wanting it because it's so good and i'm not like, saying the ps5 isn't good i have one and i really do enjoy playing the games that i have for it but it doesn't make it better hardware over the xbox series x or over a, a super high-end video card right like i i i would feel if like if they had selected the GeForce RTX 3080 as the best gaming hardware, I would probably be a little peeved with that because that's another thing that you have to have a shit ton of money to be able to just afford it. Yeah. It's, right? like um, those video cards go for thousands of dollars just for a video card. So I don't know. This is like these awards are, it kind of sounds like this is like an elitist award, you know? It just makes the PS5 more desirable for the people who can't afford it because now it's been given this award nomination or it's been given the award of best gaming hardware. Oh, now I'm poor and I can't find one. I can't afford one. I just want one more because it won this award. Oh, 100%. It is. Oh, it's the console of the year. Well, I I guess that's going to make it sell more because the Mm -hmm. desires out there. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, Black Friday's coming up. 
Black Friday is here. While you're listening to this shopping, it's Black Friday. Yeah, well, you are stepping over the 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 cold carcass of the people who were <laughs> in line in front of you two hours before you got to the door. I the don't know, man. Trampled. I, don't, I don't think Black Friday in Canada is a big deal anymore. It isn't. No, it isn't. It's like uh, everything's available a week in advance. Like I'm looking at some of the sales now that I could already get. There's nothing that says like door crasher anymore. No, no. You know what? Honestly, like Black Friday hasn't been a big thing in Canada for a while. It's just over the last, what, like four or five years that it started to really become a thing. And I think part of that is because uh, a lot of people would actually go to the United States for shopping. So I wonder if there was statistics showing that uh, sales, uh, retail sales for that weekend dropped significantly. I think there's something going on. This is my conspiracy. Well, the consp- it's not really a conspiracy when um, President Biden was like, oh, all these shipping containers that are sitting in these docks, $100 a day, we'll tariff them if you don't start moving them because some manufacturers are creating their own supply mm-hmm. chain issues because they're trying to increase demand by having things slow. <laughs> Sony. <laughs> Sony. Uh, oh, 100%. There's yeah. photos of like hundreds of consoles yeah um but yeah black friday hasn't really been a huge thing in canada i remember when it first kind of started people were having like some stores were having some black friday sales and stuff like that but it wasn't anything significant now in the united states they don't have boxing day for our american listeners who aren't sure what boxing day is this is the holiday after christmas it's literally the next day it's where you wake up at 5 a.m to go line up outside Best Buy or Walmart or whatever to buy things at a significantly reduced price. Much no, like- it's to get all the stuff you didn't get under the tree. Let's be I real. Know. Yeah, I know. Uh, much like Black Friday, though. But that was the Canadian Black Friday. You know, when everything was on sale for a significant amount. Um, I bought a very good set of uh, surround sound speakers, like a 5.1 audio setup with a... I think it was like a 12 inch sub. It's massive for, I got the whole thing for like 300 bucks. It was like a $900 set. This was obviously, this was what, like probably like 10 years ago. I had to line up outside of Best Buy. I was there at like 4 AM <laughs> and I remember looking for it and they had the speakers at all over the place in Best Buy and I could not find the surround, like the rear bookshelf speakers. So I had to find a guy and I'm like, where are these? Turns out that they were on a skid in the back room and they hadn't put them out. Oh, really? And guy brought them out and <laughs> it was like, you know, people like vultures. Luckily, I, I got mine, but uh, my one buddy, he was coming with me and because we were both looking to get these these speakers and we had just like this, his tiny little car. We actually had to do like three runs back home and forth because we couldn't fit <laughs> all the speakers in the car, but that's what, uh, like we always have better deals at, uh, boxing day. I've, yeah, I've noticed. I would agree. Even, I, I, yeah, I agree. Even with like cell phones and internet plans and stuff like that. Like they just started, a lot of these companies just started doing stuff on black Friday, just trying to get more people signed up. But, uh, I'm thinking, okay, well I'm going to have to, I'm going to, you know, change my cell phone plan and and have to get internet up at my new new resident. I'm keeping my phone number. I decided why why even get a new area code with everyone has like unlimited 
Canada-wide calling. And if you don't... Well, you'd be smart to get a Manitoba number. Why? Because I believe Manitoba is a little bit cheaper. Uh, I But it's also based off of my postal code, right? Get a P.O. box. Oh, that's true. I could do that. Uh, that's smart, actually. But I've had my phone number since high school. I, I guess. I don't know if I could do that. I, I don't know. I feel like I'd be cheating on my phone number. I, I've changed my phone number twice. <laughs> um, um, but then, like, even internet. Like, I'm looking at some of these uh, promos for internet and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, if only I could sign up with this promo, but not have it start until, like, beginning of January. Well, you can do that. You can, like, post-date stuff. Can I? Yeah. Oh. But then I'm, I'm all looking at it. I'm like, you know what? A lot of this stuff, guaranteed they're going to have the same promos and deals and stuff like that at Christmas time. Um, okay. I'm I'm not gonna jump into this. <laughs> Bad idea. <laughs> Terrible idea. Maybe not, maybe, but I've I from from what I've seen, maybe for cell phones and stuff like that, maybe not so much for internet. But I've always noticed that a lot of the times you can get very similar cell phone deals um right around Black Friday and and Boxing Day or yeah, it's, it's a, Christmas. It's a very right? popular time for sure. Yeah. Which you know what? Uh, like, why are people getting like who's buying people cell phone plans for Christmas? Uh, lots of people actually buy phones for gifts. Man, this show has gotten so <laughs> off the rails, and it's meant absolutely nothing. Like, I, I've been trying to tell you a story about Boxing Day. Oh I yeah, sorry. It. <laughs> yeah, go no, for it. What's the story? So, so you remember a few years ago when Best Buy did the pre-Boxing Day sales on Christmas Eve? I yeah, like ordered, they started at like they they started at like what six p.m. or something like that. I thought it was so awesome. I ordered like every blue or every DVD set of like How I Met Your Mother and something else, and they were already under the tree, and I had no idea. Oh, that's hilarious! That's yeah, so it was funny. so bad. But like, that's I got so like funny. that whole James Bond box set collection for like fifty dollars, which is insanity. That's sweet. You so, know, I I I miss the old days of Boxing Day. You know, when you would go to Walmart and they would have like uh, aisles filled with like the, the stands of Blu-rays and DVDs for and super cheap for them. Yeah. And and they're like 10 bucks. And it's like, you know, I'm going to buy. I, I remember taking going out to like Best Buy, same thing, buying a shit ton of DVDs and Blu-rays and video games and just coming home posting a picture online like everyone's like oh nice haul right that's the thing it's like it's like halloween except you come home with movies and video games instead of candy candies and who's he what's it yeah i i just miss that like it's i think it wasn't so much like going out and getting all these little things it was it was exciting you know like it was something that my my dad's not a big shopper you know like if you if we ever went uh shopping for anything he's kind of like a get in get your stuff and get out and go home kind of thing makes right? sense but uh one of the things is he was always like okay where are we going what are we doing for boxing day like what do you guys what time do you want to go <laughs> right and he's not necessarily looking for anything in particular but we just kind of always walk around and we would look at this stuff and get things uh back in the day when future shop was a thing you know, you'd hit up Future Shop and then we go to Best Buy and then we go to Walmart, right? Like part of it was, I guess it was kind of like a, a family tradition, you know, especially when your your father doesn't really like to do things like that. 
it was kind of fun, you know, going with my, my brothers and my dad to do boxing day shopping and stuff like that. And it's, it's not a thing anymore. You know, everything is done online. You, like you said, you know, you can, you ordered all your shit online and probably like easier. It is. And that's the thing. It, It totally is easier, but there's also the thrill of, Oh man, I gotta get to the store because they have this thing on sale for I don't know, like back when like sixty four gig USB um, sticks were really expensive, and then Best Buy or Future Drop would have it on sale for like five bucks. Yeah, and you're like, shit, I gotta go get that, and you rush to the store, and you're just like looking everywhere. They have a bin. There's like one left. You know, it's those things. Like you can't, uh, you don't get that anymore online. You just get slow websites and pages that don't load. Yeah, no, I get it. All right. But, uh, okay. What are you going to be looking for this, uh, upcoming, I guess, Black Friday? We're too early for Boxing Day. Well, I was looking for Far Cry and I, I thought I was really excited. <laughs> uh, um, but, like, I'll never really dive into Far Cry until I can get it really cheap. Um, <laughs> yeah. It'll go on sale again. It'll go on sale for 35 bucks. Canadian Maybe, yeah. At some point. Um, I was really hopeful to see like at least a digital code for Vanguard, but they're yeah. probably they're probably waiting for like that the Christmas sales to come through, which sucks because I want to get the game and play it. But well, there wasn't even anything for um, Battle Battlefield. No, which was also a little surprising. Yeah, the the best place to buy video games this uh, this Black Friday, I think, is Best Buy. They just look like they have more stuff than EB. Um, two things I did want to point out. I mean, you can finally get cyberpunk for 30 bucks. Um, it's actually down to like $9 in the United States. I think, uh, squadrons is 14 99 this weekend. Uh, a game I'm probably going to pick up is Marvel collection. Uh, the Lego Marvel collections, 19 99. Um, what was the other one that I saw that I really liked? Damn. There was a third game, but I can't even remember what it was. Oh, you can mm. buy battlefield four for four bucks or $7. Sorry. Oh yeah, well, that's usually like that. There, there's a lot of stuff out there. You just yeah. if you're gonna be patient and you know what to, you're looking for, go for it. Man, I picked a bad time of year to move across the province. You can just leave stuff at my house; it's fine. Well, <laughs> no, it's just, I got to spend money on other stuff. No, you. That's all right. That's all right. Oh wow the the Black Friday flyer for GameStop is way better on the website, not their friggin' digital bullshit their their um their phone flyer is awful just terrible but um to, yeah i'll have to check that out yeah i mean there there's a lot of really cool stuff nintendo switch titles are 25 off which is a rarity in itself well you know the only time that you can get nintendo switch games on sale is uh the black random friday. one random ass sale that they might have in the middle of the year and then black friday and and boxing day is there anything you're looking for Honestly, yes, but I have to be good and I'm not buying anything. What are you looking for? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, I can't think of it. Now. <laughs> you know, I, I, I just, I, I just kind of want to spend time with friends. Yeah. Me too. That's all, that's I, all I want. 
I just realized because I was looking at the flyer, I was like, oh, you should buy Miles Morales. And I'm like, man, you're going to move and you're going to take my copy of Miles Morales before I get a PS5 and I'll never see it again. <laughs> no, it's just maybe that's just my way of getting you forcing you to come up and uh, visit. No, we're going to hang out before I uh, move up to the middle of the cold northern Ontario. Yeah, but that that's it for this one, guys. We've uh, we we've held you as long as we possibly could and kept you gripped for our American listeners. Happy Thanksgiving. Please stay safe out there. Um, enjoy the holidays. It's, it's crazy out there for our Canadian listeners. Holidays started the day after um, Halloween. So you guys are already in the thick of it. Drop, drop us a line on our Instagram, Facebook. Tell us what you think for myself and David. That's He's me. not cool. Wow. <laughs> I, I, didn't have, I didn't have my, uh, I didn't have the program open. It's okay. We want to thank you guys He's for so listening. so cool. And we'll there catch you, you on our next episode. <laughs>